Welcome to another episode of Appalachian Monsters and Mysteries. I am Belle. And I'm Miley. And today, we're going to talk about haunting. Yay. I think I say that with every episode. You do. We're just, I'm just thrilled to be here, guys. <laughs> I'm thrilled for you guys to be here. So happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> Such an honor. <laughs> okay. So, let's, let's get into it. Located at 2300 17th Street, Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Does somebody live here? Not anymore. Okay, cool. Yeah. Not giving out. I'm not just giving out people's okay. addresses. Would you if somebody did live there? Probably. <laughs> okay. That's, that's why I'd... Here's my like address. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Uh, the Drish House is roughly 160 years old. Okay. Uh, with a dark history, because that's the only kind of history that we talk about. That's on our show. brand. Yeah. Dark history is just like our thing. Yeah. Uh, this place is obviously haunted. Why else would we be talking about it? Of course. Uh, so let's let's get into it. Um, let's start let's. with the man who built the Drish house, Dr. John R. Drish. Okay. What's up? Uh, physically or like monetary, he built the house. I don't see a doctor building a house. He was like the overseer of building okay. it. So like slaves monetary. Yes, yeah, slaves built this house. Okay. They talk right. about that. If you read anything oh. about it, it's like slaves built this. And they did a really good job. Is that really what it says? Yeah. It was slave art- artisans. Like this was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Top of the line. Yeah. House building right here. Uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Carry um, on. Born in Loudoun, I think that's how you pronounce that, y'all, Virginia, in 1795, he was married to Catherine H. Washington on October 20th, 1818. And apparently, from the couple of things that I read, this guy was hot for back then standards. (laughs) People talked about how attractive this man was in multiple reports that I read. This was a hot man. Sweet. Yeah. I don't feel like we talk about those very often. We don't. Could I find pictures of him? No, I cannot. Oh, man, that's all I was going to ask. But he was hot, like, when apparently. Was 1818, he got married? Yeah. Oh, I see. He was a paintings. Huh? There were paintings. Yeah. I'll try and look harder to try and see. It's okay. Like on a scale from one to 10, Maybe, how much of a stud this guy was in the we'll 1800s. Just use your imagination. He was a hot man in the 1800s. I don't know what that means. I don't know what their criteria of being hot was. Yeah, I don't I don't remember I don't recall ever seeing a picture or a painting of a man from the eighteen hundreds and just being like, Man I do. There is this hot. one author. I'm not gonna say his name unless I'm a hundred percent positive. <laughs> one second. I think I know his name, so I'm gonna Google him real fast. Yeah, I just These are the things that distract Bell. Let me look at his picture. Not him. Oh. Miley can probably see my computer. No. There's a young. Yeah, that's a no from me. There's a young (laughs) author who was in a book, who was in a movie that I watched, and they were like, this guy was super, super hot. And I was like, I'm going to look him up. And oh my God, he was. I mean, for like. A painting or a picture? uh, It was a. There was a painting of him, but there was also like one of those still image pictures and oh, where you okay. have to be like super serious because if you smile, like 
the patients took so much longer. Yeah. yeah. Um, if I can find it, I'll post it on our freaking Instagram. <laughs> cool. So, um, Dr. John Ardrish, this 1800s stud, was married uh, to this woman in the Darn. 1800s, Catherine H. Washington. They had a daughter together, Catherine M. Drish. She named her daughter after her. My mom me. did that to me. I mean, my mom's name's Elizabeth, and I. Okay, but they were both Isabella. First names. We have the same middle name. Ooh, do women Gilmore Girls, Lorelai and Rory? Rory, I can't say that name. Rory? Yeah, she's named after Lorelai. But they're Lorelai. But yeah, but that's not like two exact first names. I don't okay, my other question was: Do women do like? seconds like you know i don't know they should john the second i would that love to have a little bell running around you already do yeah let's drive two of them i literally saw them today and somebody was like that's little bell <laughs> literally i'm not even kidding that happened they do look exactly like me i've made clones of myself they have which is a scary my thought. same personality too but i love them they're wonderful <laughs> but yeah he had one daughter who's named after his wife um his wife then passed two years into their marriage. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. It's like one of my greatest fears. She died on April 6th, 1820. And that's very odd for a woman to die before. Women on average live longer than men, which is horrible. I've literally thought about that because of course I have. Being old and married and then them dying. That would really suck. Don't think about it. Let's just move on. Now, fast forward to five years. <laughs> on January 6th, 1825, which is actually the day that my dad died. <laughs> We're talking about that. <laughs> Fun fact about Belle. Dr. John Drish <laughs> married Sarah Richardson Owen McKinney. The reason she has so many names is because she was previously married and then her husband died. Well, and left I her guess a they bunch have, of money. I guess they have that in common. Yeah. Dead spouses. He also left this woman a bunch of money. And she married a doctor. Hmm. And he was hot. Man, she's just really, she lived a good Go life. Sarah. Yeah, for real. Uh, Sarah and John had five children together. Okay. Yeah. And in 1837, they began building what is now known as the Drish House. The house was built over two years by slaves, as I had mentioned. Um, and they were some of the first settlers in Tuscaloosa. They owned oh, wow. 450 acres. Oh, the house was built like in the center of their plantation. Wow. Yeah. Um, John was also a building contractor. That's what I forgot to mention earlier. This oh. man was a doctor and a building contractor. Oh, see, that makes more sense. That's why I was like doctor and building houses but i guess he was he was really good with his hands all around obviously uh, so, <laughs> so uh, um where was i 450 acres of land uh, the home was also used as john's medical practice when it was mm -hmm. completed in 1861 um i think it was completed in 1861 no it wasn't it was completed in like two years um I'm a liar. I don't know where 1861 came from. It was at the end of the sentence. I probably accidentally added on. <laughs> that house was finishing built in like two years. Um, now, guys, here's where things take a turn. And if you listen to this podcast, you know what I mean. This is where things get dark. 
1867, John Drish had apparently really liked to drink. He loved he drinking. Uh, of course. Yeah. And he had been drinking quite a bit this night. Uh, and he fell down the stairs. Oh, no. Or some uh. reports say he threw himself off of a balcony after getting the shakes from like a heavy night of drinking. Is that is that just shake shaking? I don't know. That was only in like two of the reports and I read like seven. Most of them just say he fell down the stairs. But one, like two or three of them say that he threw himself off of a balcony after getting the shakes. I thought you were going to say somebody may have pushed him down the stairs. How do no. we go from a balcony to stairs? Wouldn't you know how he died? Yeah. I mean, it says he was at the bottom of stairs, so I assume that's how he died. Okay. The balcony, balcony? thing, I don't know. Okay. Um, so he died on July 25th, 1867. John's widow, Sarah, then became obsessed with planning her husband's funeral. She kept candles from the funeral and wanted them to be used at her own. And she hid them away for safe, for safekeeping until she died. 17 Man, years later, 17 she really, years. She lost two husbands. That's a real yeah. bummer. And she like didn't remarry. Aww. And she did. She died 17 years later. She was just alive. 17 so sad i know that's a long time she died on april 27th 1884 um but unfortunately the candles she hid them so well that they were nowhere to be found (gasps) so she did not like she literally did not get her dying wish oh no i know it's depressing not long after the funeral the fire department was called to the drish house when someone reported that the tower in the home was caught up in a blaze but when the firefighters showed up there was no signs of a fire that's the old hoodlums calling the fire department no so this is a common occurrence after that there's a ton of reportings of seeing that on fire and it and the fire department showing up and it not like people being like, I will swear on a Bible that this was on fire. Whoa. Yeah. Like it just looks like it's on fire. Yeah. And I'm assuming this is connected to the candles that were never. Mm-hmm. They like the saying goes that like, because she didn't get the candles for the. Yeah. And so she. I think she hid them. Did anybody ever find them? Mm-mm. She said the maid, like they said, like the maids and the slaves looked for him. Her kids looked for him. No one could find the candles. That is so sad. Imagine being her kids. I know. Looking for these candles, like wanting to. I would feel so bad. Yeah, I know. Me too. Maybe Um, she should hide treasure. (laughs) Nobody would ever find it. Nobody would find it. So the home did change owners multiple times after that. Um, Here's a summary of a couple of things the Drish house has been. A school, a warehouse, and a church must be pretty big it is big i mean i'd say so they were pretty wealthy yeah um it then fell into the hands of the tuscaloosa county preservation society cool Um, and from the pictures i've seen on their website the home has been restored and is now a really (gasps) pretty place that you can get married and have like events and stuff there (gasps) oh yeah i would love that um so i know what you're thinking where where's the haunting and stuff so apparently, like I said, the tower that looks like it's on fire, that, that happens a lot. Yeah. Or at least it did for a while. Um, 
There would are, you call 911 if you thought that it was on fire? No, I don't ever call 911 unless I, would. I literally absolutely have Last to. Last time me and Bo were together, I called 911. Yes, she did. And I, I tried to talk her out of it multiple yeah, times. Yeah, that's true. I was like, Miley, this is not your responsibility. I'm a good Samaritan. We don't have to call 911. This isn't, we're not responsible for this. You don't have it to do that. It wasn't a medical emergency. I've literally called, I've had to call 911 like, because my mom helps people. I say that so annoyed because yeah. it does annoy me. Um, I don't know. And I literally call 911 and you can tell that I'm aggravated. I'm like, yes. Hello. My mom at it again, being a good citizen. There was one time our house was on fire and I had to call 911. And I was like, hi, my house is on fire. We're safe. I'm putting it out literally right now. You should probably come though because my mom's freaking out. And Fun fact. Never mind. I almost, there was a fire while Miley cooking. Miley almost burned someone's house down there. <laughs> That's not true. That would be really interesting. Uh, but there was a fire while cooking. It was a little scary, but it was fun. Got it put out. Everything was okay. That's all that so. matters. I've almost burnt my house down a couple of times. It happens. Um, so there's the normal reportings, footsteps where people are not there, lights on when they're not supposed to be, or like, when they shouldn't be. Uh, the house is actually mentioned in 13 Alabama Ghosts and, Je- and Jeffrey. That's what the book's called. By Catherine Tucker Wyndham and Margaret Gillis Fye. I think that's how you pronounce her last name. I apologize if it's not. The story is called Death Lights in the Tower. Um, and they're also open for like tours, like paranormal tours, uh, just tours of the property and the house. And there's a contact number on their website. Just look up the Drish House and that should be like the first number that that pops up if you go to it tag us in your pictures yeah please do that and tell us all about it i'm i wanted to do this episode because there's a couple other on our list we have a very long list it's an excel spreadsheet that i worked very hard on um but most of them were like in places that i commonly go to i've never been to tuscaloosa that's where the university of alabama is oh roll todd feel like i should say that am i an alabama fan no but they win so i kind of wish that i was (laughs) um tuscaloosa why does that I mean, obviously, that's it's where the pretty, University of Alabama is. I don't think that's it. Nick's have they been? All that ever stuff. been there? You've been to Mobile. Yeah. You would not have driven through Tuscaloosa. It's like eastern. Yeah, no, I it's just, like western Alabama. Has your husband talked about going there? Tuscaloosa? He's yeah. Probably been to. He has been to Tuscaloosa. Maybe He's been all over him. Alabama. Yeah. Maybe that's what I'm thinking about. He I lived don't know. in Alabama. Is it a pretty building? It's not a house now. Um, I imagine that it's it has, fine. Oh, I mean, it's it's pretty. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> We've covered prettier buildings. Oh, though. okay. Yeah, I just felt like it would have pretty architecture. It did at one point. Now it's a little bit oh. plainer than it used to be. Boo. I mean, but it's still pretty. Uh, That is not at all what I was expecting. Is that what it looks no. like now? Yeah. That's the tower that everybody says is on fire too. Look it up, guys. It's pretty. That's, we'll post yeah. pictures on our Instagram and everything. Like I said, that's not at all what I was expecting. Cool. Well, that was another Go there. episode. Uh, you can follow us at AMM Pod. Not physically. On, please don't. Um, on Instagram at AMM Pod. On TikTok at AMM Pod. On Twitter at AMM Pod. Juan. You can also like us on Facebook at Appalachian Monsters and Mysteries. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Appalachian Monsters and Mysteries. And also email us at AppalachianMM at gmail.com because we love hearing from you guys. It makes our entire day. 
uh, whenever there was a span when we didn't post episodes and we kind of fell off the face of the earth, people sent us emails and reached out to us and it was the best. We really appreciate you all a lot. Thanks for listening and supporting us. So now you can quit listening or you can stay for our latest segment, which is Belle's Dreams. (laughs) Fun stuff. I'm ready. This one happened literally yesterday. I woke up and wrote this down. I'm ready. Are you ready for this? Probably not really, but... Chris Evans was taking me out to get donuts. And after we picked them up, we sat in a hallway. And it literally says, it looked like a hospital or a school, maybe. I don't know. Ew, I don't like that. I don't know. I don't like either of those Uh, places. We sat there for a while eating. Then suddenly Miles Teller walked in. Guys, I keep dreaming about Miles Teller. She has a real obsession. I don't think you guys understand. But in my head, he wasn't Miles Teller. He was his character from Top Gun. Rooster, yeah. naturally. Yes. Uh, he's told me he's been looking for me everywhere and then threw me over his shoulder and walked out. Chris Evans was very upset about it. So was I. So there's I a, was like, what's oh, going on? Yeah. So you were more interested in Chris Evans than Miles. Yeah. Teller. I, okay. And that's I mean, the end sense. of the dream. Cool. My dreams are like fan fiction. I mean, yeah, honestly. I just dream fan fiction. As a 20... true. I'm almost 26 years old. I should have normal dreams, but instead I like eat really weird stuff before I go to sleep. So I end up having mm-hmm. dreams like this. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks for <laughs> listening, guys. Bye. Bye.